Did you know that intermittent fasting is one of the top search terms on Dr. Google in the year 2020? For good reason. Fasting can be a powerful way to burn fat, anti-age yourself, get rid of brain fog, reduce inflammation, and much, much more. Here's the deal. Most people do fasting the wrong way. In this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast, I'm going to break down three ways to make intermittent fasting easier so you can maximize your results. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, host of the Keto Camp Podcast. You can learn more about me over at benazadi.com. Check me out on the Instagram. My handle is at thebenazadi. I'm very active on there, very accessible. Shoot me a message. Give me a follow. I'd love to connect with you on there. Let's get into fasting. Fasting is one of my favorite tools in the shed. It's probably the favorite tool I have in the shed. But think about fasting as a tool the way that I think about fasting because a chainsaw is a tool, right? A chainsaw could get you phenomenal results. It'll cut that tree down. It'll help you get the job done efficiently. But a chainsaw can also hurt you and even kill you if you don't know how to use that tool. Fasting is very similar because fasting done the wrong way could actually hurt you and harm you. And that's not what I want for you. I want you to maximize the results. So more important than the tool we have here is the person who wields that tool, which is you. So let's talk about these three things that you can do starting today to make fasting much, much easier. Now, this is going to be helpful whether you're brand new to fasting or if you've been doing fasting for a long time. The first thing to do is to get keto adapted first. When you have taught your body and your cells to have the flexibility to go and burn through your sugar glycogen stores to switch to your fat stores, it makes fasting that much more bearable. But not only that, you get autophagy much faster, you get fat loss much faster, and that's the way we were designed to do fasting. I want you to think of fasting as a muscle that you build up and develop over time, similar to your biceps, similar to your traps, similar to your muscles on your body. You go to the gym, you train, and you start slow and build from there. Well, if you've been a sugar burner, eating every two to three hours and eating a lot of carbohydrates, and then you practice fasting too soon, too much, it's going to feel bad. Just like somebody who has been a couch potato for 10 years and says, oh, I'm going to run a marathon tomorrow, marathons taking place in my city. They're going to suffer. They're going to feel like crap, and they're not going to get through that marathon because they didn't train for it. So how do you train for fasting on a consistent basis? You get keto adapted first. You know me, I love keto. I think it's a phenomenal tool to have in your shed. Well, we know that the body could only burn sugar or fat. That's it. 70 trillion cells, give or take, and those are the only two options. Most people are sugar burners. When I was obese, I was a sugar burner. When you are a sugar burner and you practice fasting, here's what happens. The brain, which is now running on sugar, glucose, same thing, and then you go and fast, the glucose in the brain starts to get low. The body burns through its sugar reserves, its glycogen stores, which you store about 2,000 calories, and then the brain starts to panic. And here's what the brain does. It sends the body intense signals for carbohydrates, for sugar, and your hunger and cravings go through the roof, making that fast unbearable. This is why a lot of people turn into jerks, and they're not fun to be around. They're hangry during a fast. They're irritable. Is that happening to you? Well, that's because your body has not, well, that's because your body does not have the flexibility yet 
to go from burning its sugar reserves to tapping into its fat stores. And look, you could have the best willpower in the world and just fight through that, but here's what the body's going to do. The innate intelligence will start breaking down protein and muscle, turning that into glucose via gluconeogenesis to fulfill the brain's desire to get that glucose hit. This is not good. This is not optimal. This is not what we want when we're practicing fasting. What we do want is the body to switch to your fat cells and fat stores for energy and start breaking that down and teaching your liver to produce ketones to help the brain out. That's why we want to get keto adapted first. And look, I have a whole bunch of episodes on the podcast on how to get keto adapted. Uh, I, I have a great program that's very affordable to teach you how to do this in less than a month called the Keto Camp Membership. I'm just going to give you the general rules here. Uh, by the way, if you want to get access to the Keto Camp Membership, it's only five bucks a month over at startketocamp.com. But here are some general rules to follow. Drop your total carbohydrates below 50 grams for the entire day. That does not mean it needs to get, you have to get to 50 grams, but just make that the upper limit. If you want to hit 20 grams, that's totally fine. At the same time, you want to make sure you're increasing your healthy fat and protein. I would recommend getting about 40 to 50 grams of protein at each meal and eating enough healthy fat where you are satiated, you feel full. If you're wondering what healthy fats are, what healthy proteins are on keto, go check out my Keto Camp Blueprint over at ketocampblueprint.com. I'll put a link in the podcast notes to see an entire list. What protein is going to do is going to help satiate you. It's going to activate hormones like cholecystokinin and peptide YY, which is going to help you feel full and satisfied. Make sure at the same time you're just having a maximum of two meals per day. At the same time during this process, make sure you're not snacking in between your meals. You could start with just three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or even two meals a day. Doing this for about seven to 14 days will get you into ketosis, and then you could start to adopt a consistent fasting schedule. And we'll get into some of my favorite schedules later on. So that's the first tip. Get keto adapted first. That is the prerequisite. Can you do fasting without being in ketosis? Yes. But will you maximize your results that way? No. So if you want to maximize your results and feel a lot better, then do it the right way. And this is the way I teach it to the members in my Keto Camp Academy. The second way to make intermittent fasting easier is to adopt or implement, I should say, some intermittent fasting crutches. What are these crutches that I speak about? Well, coffee, tea, some healthy fats, bone broth. These are all great things to throw into the mix. Yes, they will break a traditional water fast. However, if they could help you feel better during a fast and to help you extend the fasting window, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But how do you know if they're really breaking your fast? You could always test your glucose. If you want to know for sure if your coffee or tea or fats are breaking your fast, test your blood glucose before you have it and then 30 minutes after. If your blood glucose goes up by more than five points on average, then it is raising glucose, obviously, and it is stopping your autophagy, which is my definition of breaking a fast. But even with that, these are great crutches for you to implement. The unique thing about consuming fats and only fats, just like coconut oil or oil or grass-fed ghee, is that they don't really raise glucose for most people. It barely touches the dial. Now, bone broth will. However, I am a fan of a bone broth fast. Again, these are crutches to help you develop that fasting muscle till eventually you could do just water and salt only. The third tip to make fasting much easier is to break your fast the right way. 
There is a wrong way to break a fast and a right way to break a fast. The wrong way is a combination of fats and carbohydrates. And I'm going to give you some example options of the wrong way. The reason is because when you break a fast, your hormones are very sensitive. One of those hormones is insulin. Look, we want sensitive hormones. We know that if your hormones are sensitive, they're doing a better job. They are the language of the human body. The common the commonality for a lot of diseases and weight gain and symptoms are desensitized hormones. So fasting helps your hormones become more sensitive. One of them is insulin. We know that insulin helps to shuttle glucose in excess from the bloodstream to your cells. So when you have carbs to break a fast, your body will raise glucose in the bloodstream and the body only wants about one to two teaspoons of glucose in the bloodstream at all times. Anything else, anything more is considered toxic. So insulin is called the pancreas, the beta cells in your pancreas are now called these insulin troops to go find the sugar in the bloodstream and then deliver it to your cells. It'll unlock your cells doors and shuttle the glucose into your cells to bring your blood sugars back to a healthy, optimal level. Terrific. So what's the problem here, Ben? Well, the problem is that when you have fat too, fat is in the backseat of that car and it goes along for the ride, which can slow down your results on fasting. This is why we do not want to break a fast with fat and carbs. Here are examples of the wrong meals to break your fast with. Avocado toast, not good. You have the fat from avocado and then you have the carbs from the toast, not good. A smoothie, a regular smoothie like that has fruit and fat, not good. Um, apple, an apple with some nut butter like almond butter or peanut butter, not good because you have a combination of fat and carbs. So let's talk about the right way. Mostly fat and protein is the right way to break a fast. Here are my favorite options for you. I have four examples. Eggs and avocados, terrific. Break your fast with that. Or a keto smoothie with coconut milk, maybe a collagen protein powder. Maybe you throw in an avocado in that smoothie. That's terrific. Bone broth is a great way to break a fast, probably the best way to break a fast. Just make sure it's from a quality brand. I love Kettle and Fire. You could get their bone broth for 15% off by going to kettleandfire.com slash ketocamp and use ketocamp at checkout. And then your fourth option here would be a piece of grass-fed steak, grass-fed beef, grass-fed lamb, even wild-caught fish with some green leafy vegetables like some bok choy or some arugula or dandelion greens. Those are great options for you because they're mostly fat and protein. Now, I'm going to give you a bonus tip here, which is to follow an 18-6 schedule on a consistent basis, 18 hours out of a 24-hour period. You're fasted, you're having water, you're having sea salt, and then during your six-hour eating window, you have two keto-friendly meals eating plenty of protein, plenty of fat. The pancreas is designed to produce insulin a maximum of two times per day. So two meals, two feast meals per day, during your six-hour eating window and then an 18-hour fast outside of that is an ideal way to practice fasting on a consistent basis. I am also a fan of throwing in a 24-hour water fast maybe once or twice per week to getting more of this autophagy and fat loss. So those are three tips for you to make fasting much, much more bearable and easier so you can do this for the long term. Because anytime I teach health, fasting, keto, anything, it's a lifestyle not a fad, not a short-term fix. If this was beneficial to you, this episode, please text it to a friend you know who could take value from a conversation like this, and please leave the Keto Cam podcast a rating and a review 
on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show grow and reach more lives. And when you leave that rating and review, take a screenshot of it and send that to support at ketocamp.com with your shipping address in the United States only. And I will sign a copy of my best-selling fasting book, paperback copy, and mail it out to you as a thank you. If you want to learn more about how to get keto adapted, I have a great program, which is called my Keto Camp Membership. You'll get meal plans. You'll get 50-plus videos. I do some live streams here and there in the Facebook group. And it's only 5 bucks per month. Cancel anytime. Head to startketocamp.com. Remember, camp is spelled with a K. Startketocamp.com to get enrolled today, and you'll get access to that right away. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at TheBenazadi. Go shoot me a follow and a message. Let me know you heard me here. And I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You'll hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.